Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name's Tim Doyle, and this is Project Sports. Enjoy the show. What's going on, Projectors? Welcome back. Well, it's been a minute since I put out an episode, a couple weeks post-Super Bowl. A little bit of an off-season for me. Taking some time to rethink. Didn't do a Super Bowl recap, not sure why. Mainly because every Tom, Dick, and Harry on the block probably came out with something. So, I like to wait sometimes when the big events happen. And as I have more time in my life when I transition out of the military, maybe I'll be able to get these big reactions right after they happen. That would be great. But for now, this is what I can do. So, we're going to give you what I have. Plus, it doesn't change. Super Bowl ended two weeks ago. This uh, LA Rams won. And it was a great game. I enjoyed it. A little lackluster there at the end. Thought something amazing was going to happen. Joe Burrow game-winning drive, maybe. Or was it going to be a game-tying field goal to go into overtime? Either way, Aaron Donald stole the show. I talked to you about Aaron Donald before. The Super Bowl happened weeks in advance, all the way leading up through our, my podcast with Jared, through my podcast with Caleb, the preview Super Bowl Part 1, Part 2, and the bonus one with Jared. So three episodes leading up to the Super Bowl, I told you all about Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald stole the show on third and one, pulling the running back while being held by an offensive lineman. Yes, he made the tackle. Then forcing the bad throw by Joe Burrow, pretty much securing... Not pretty much. He secured the Super Bowl win, running off the field in a memorable moment, which I, I always love the ends of sports victories, and you know, someone's going to have something cool. Aaron Donald will always be remembered as the guy who had the game-winning sack and took his helmet off and just pointed to his hand. A ring, finally, for Aaron Donald, one of the greatest defensive players in NFL history we got to witness right there. Unbelievable. What a great talent, and what a great, what a great player. I, 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 can't, I can't say it enough. I love watching Aaron Donald play. I'm not a huge fan of the Rams at all. I'm happy for Matt Stafford. Felt bad for Odell Beckham Jr. Cooper Cup is nasty. Can't stand L.A. Joe Burrow, I don't know if you'll be there in the Super Bowl again, especially with that team. We'll see. I think the stars aligned for you. That was your chance right there. We'll see if you guys can make it back. I don't want to say never say never. That was a championship team. They deserved to be there, in my opinion. They went down to the wire with the other best team in the NFL, in my opinion, the L.A. Rams, and they put forth a great effort. Jamar Chase made a ridiculous play uh, early on in the game, and they showed a view of Jamar's play uh, in the end zone, him running towards the camera, and just how ridiculously fast that man runs. Unbelievable. It really showed his speed, beating the corner. They, they, as in Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, you have a long time to put up numbers together and win a championship. Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, these are old dogs. Oda Beckham Jr. gets a ring. Uh, Jalen Ramsey gets a ring. You know, it's, it always is that the older generation sometimes steals the show. And that was their, their moment. Joe Burrow didn't have that young gun moment, but maybe he'll be back. 
But we know from the AFC side, it's going to be a very tall task because you're going to have to go through the New England Patriots. You're going to have to go through, first and foremost, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills. These are very good teams with elite top-level quarterback play and will be good for years to come. That's my only thing. And then if you're going to be thrown to the other side in the AFC, Cincinnati, you still would have a very difficult time with a bunch of those defenses and quarterbacks on that side. I really wish you capitalized on your uh, appearance in the Super Bowl. You almost had it. You had a great playoff run. Be proud of yourself. Don't be down. But tip your cap. LA Rams were the best team in the world this year, for sure. Okay. I don't really have much left. I, I knew I was going to do about five minutes uh, on the Super Bowl, and then I was going to get into some other topics. Sleeper League um, that I'm in, Sleeper League, Dynasty League. I'm learning much, much more about it. I've been doing a lot of research on rookies this year in the NFL draft. I'm probably going to be talking about them down the road here. I don't know how in detail tonight I'll get, but we're in the off season, but the season never actually stops. We get the combine coming up, which is exciting. Then the draft, and then maybe your sleeper dynasty league drafts. I keep calling the sleeper because I play dynasty on sleeper. Gosh, I got to stop. Anyway, that's a great place to play. I'm not promoted by sleeper at all, but you know, yeah, there you go. Sleeper is a great place to play dynasty. It's one of the best apps I've ever used. I'm not just talking about for dynasty. I think for anything, very intuitive, very creative. I love it. I love it. Anyway, um, Sleeper League, NBA, MLB. I'm going to talk about the Celtics a little bit, talk about the Red Sox. More actually, more collectively, not really the Red Sox right now. I'm excited for the Red Sox this year just because I think uh, this past year and past couple of years with COVID, getting back to baseball early on, you have something to look forward to early on in the season. I'm going to be moving back to New England um, here within the next uh, five or six months. So this is pretty cool. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm hopefully going to be able to go some games to this year. Unless, we'll open with this, the MLB may go into a lockdown. Oh, no, a lockdown. What does this mean? Well, the MLB Players Association, that is the representatives from and for the players, um, are going up against the owners right now, trying to figure out their lives trying to get more money out of the bag. The owners are not playing games. They don't want to give the players anything. There's been some crap deals back and forth, money flying around, and it's not going in the favor of the players, and the players are not happy, and I don't think they're going to budge. I, I hope they get something out of this. But the last trade talks with money between the league and the players was pretty poor. They kind of ignored it. It was during the COVID time, and I don't think they did a very good job. But... I think that the players can get something out of this deal, but beware, MLB fans who listen to the show. I'm going to be amping up on the Red Sox. I'm going to be amping up on the Major League Baseball in general because I want to see it saved because this could potentially ruin the entire league if they don't get something together and they bust on this entire thing and the owners don't want to play ball and they lose the entire season. It's going to be bad. And the players are the one who make, they are the ones who make the league, you know. I'm... I'm not happy about this and the way this has been going. I really want to see baseball as soon as possible, but you know, it doesn't look like we're going to be starting on time. It could just be a shortened season, so don't get your hopes way down when I said, eh, MLB lockdown. It's just a shock value, so you pay attention. Anyway, um, I'm excited for the MLB League this year. 
because I really want to get back into baseball. Moving to New England is going to be much easier. I'm going to be around the culture of the people. We all love the Red Sox around there. Uh, Boston Radio, which I still listen to constantly, but it's not always as much as I normally would have if I was living in the area, live, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what's going on in the MLB. What, what's going to happen? You know, If you guys want to message the show and give me your opinions on what's going on in Major League Baseball, um, and or for the NFL draft coming up too, maybe some of your prospects you you want to come on the show. Um, you can always reach out to me on my Instagram at Project Sports Pod. You can go there, send me a message, and I will either get your thought out there if you don't want to come on the show for a full length feature, or you can come on the show for a full length feature. You know, either way, we we got this. So um, let me know what you think. If I say something that you disagree with or you want to talk about. Let me know. Text it to me so we can bring it up. And then when I come on the show, go for it. Anyway, back to what I was saying before. So MLB, we are going to keep tabs on this as we go forward. That's all that is for right now. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Celtics in general right now. The Celtics are they're doing much better. I was getting really frustrated. Didn't talk about them on the podcast because, you know, they didn't deserve it. They didn't deserve my time, effort. And, you know, I am happier right now with their production. Um, they could, they're in the sixth seed right now, but you know, the, the four or five, three, four, five seed right now in the East is, you know, pretty much attainable for them. Like with, they're all within a game of each other. So I am excited for the Boston Celtics that they found their mojo a little bit here, maybe a little swagger. They traded, uh, Dennis Schroeder away and they got that, uh, kid white from the Spurs and, they seem to be playing much better, more sound basketball. And they are... Some people would look at this and they say, well, they're just beating teams that they should. Yes. Yes, that's what I've been looking for all year because they were losing to teams they shouldn't have lost to. They take advantage of what's in front of them now, the last 10 games or so. And now the All-Star break, having that moment for Jalen, maybe being around some of the other players. I don't know, a change of scene. The little break maybe got them even more apt to play better. I'm not sure what happened in that clubhouse, but I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that it has because the Boston Celtics are finally on a little bit of a run here, not being disrespected down at the 8, 9, and 10 spot. You know, this is a team that has a lot of talent and a lot of experience now. I'm not saying that they need to go out and win a championship. They're not at that age for me. I don't think that they will, but I want playoffs and a good seed every year with this type of talent. Playoffs and a good seed. I'm talking one through four. You should be in the top four playing either the fifth seed, sixth seed, seventh seed. You should not be playing a higher seed. That's the type of talent you have on your team. Top level talent in the NBA. So that's my expectation for them. And I am very, very excited about that. And I want nothing less. So let's see where this goes the second half of the season, all right? Uh, I'm here for it. I would love to do coverage on... Celtics playoffs. I mean, there's nothing better than NBA playoffs besides the NFL playoffs, but that's besides the point. Storylines are there. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, make it happen. You struggled through the beginning part of the season here. Marcus Smart, people have wanted to trade you all year long. Prove them wrong. Go out there. Give it your best shot. Make the Eastern Conference Finals. Make the Finals. Do something in the East. It's wide open. Kevin Durant is hurt. Who knows how he is when he comes back? Um, the 76ers are legit. 
the bulls are legit, Heat are legit. So it's it's not you know it's not a shoo-in. I'm not saying anything crazy here. It's not a shoo-in. That's for sure. Let's go over to probably my most favorite topic right now: the off season of the NFL football. <sighs> I'm excited for it. For those with dynasty leagues, this is for you. Okay, I'm gonna have. Probably multiple people on the podcast talking about this, different perspectives, so not just my own, which I think is important, even myself. I watch many YouTube clips, uh, podcasts, listen to podcasts on the topic. If you have a dynasty league and you're drafting rookies, please do your research on your players. It's important, depending on where you're picking in the draft, you always can find value, and it's important to do your research, okay? So... As far as, I guess I'll just talk about the flashy top of the draft right now. Maybe who you should take, who you shouldn't take. And maybe just, we'll talk about, you know, pros and cons to some of these players that are coming out and into the league. And what should you expect right away? Are we going to get another Najee Harris that comes out and just slays? I don't think so. I, I think that the top three running backs in this year's draft are pretty good. And you'll see them in maybe in the top 25 and running backs, which is great. But after that, outside of the top three, the fourth and fifth and sixth are pretty low on the board, I think, as far as mm, you should probably be hesitant to pick someone um, at that spot for a lot of fantasy value. And obviously with the running backs as normal in Dynasty, it's very different and their draft capital can change just by the team that picks them who has a better offensive line is the offense for them does a team who already has a running back drafts them and they're in a split running back situation um there's so many different things that can happen for wide receivers sometimes it can be a little bit different too age also plays a factor with running backs but you know wide receivers it could be a little bit different um for them so let's talk about you know the big dog that's been put on the board as the number one running back first is Brees hall so Brees Hall is a running back from Iowa State. He's a very good back. I don't know if he is – no, no, no. I, I'm, I am actually pretty sure he's not going to be the next Najee Harris or even maybe even Swift right off the bat. But maybe in a year or two time, he could get to that position. I think it you know, might take a little bit of adjusting. He's a great runner. I just don't see him as versatile as some of the other running backs that we've seen come out the past couple of years. But I could also say for the other two running backs in this situation, which is uh, Isaiah Spiller and Kenneth Walker, who's being touted as well, I think all these are interchangeable based on what you think and the research you do and what team they go to could propel them to maybe your top projection if you're trying to take a running back first. And running backs, obviously, in fantasy football are huge depending on how you're building your team, but most of the time you need to have solid running backs. So if you're in a position where you're not, you know, the league leader and you want some either capital to trade away in the future, or you want to have someone that's going to give you some good production now, those are the your top three guys you should be looking at and do your research. I'm probably never going to sit here and say, you need to take this guy. He's for sure. That's just not how I operate. Um, as far as the wide receiver front, it's a deep class. There's going to be, obviously, again, there's three wide receivers that are your top talents. And they are absolute studs. I don't, you know, if you're in that one through six spot of making picks, you have a potential of getting one, depending on where Hall, Spiller. It just depends who's in front of you, who's behind you. But 
I think no matter where these wide receivers go, they're going to have production and value. A lot of quarterback play in the NFL is very, very good. And uh, these three guys are very proven in what they can do. The only one, they do have some knocks on them, but, you know, 6'5", and uh, 210 pounds and Drake London. He had, a, he had a broken ankle midway through the season at USC, but he is an absolute stud. Uh, Traylon Burks, 6'3", 225. He is an absolute stud as well, and he's got, he'll have the biggest hands, fun fact, in the NFL once he's in the NFL. So, I mean, I know a lot of people like those little nuances. People like that with Gronk, the catch radius, the how big are your hands, you know, stuff like that. I mean, that can go a long way making your decision. Like, hey, I'm going to go with this guy because, you know, not only is he fast, can run routes and do this, but he's also got the biggest hands in the NFL. And then, you know, that could be a good, good target for uh, a QB. And then also, uh, of course, Garrett Wilson, who was at first the top, I think. He was definitely, but I, I think it does kind of depend where which quarterback they get paired up with. This is also going to change, but it won't be as drastic as the running back. So I don't think you can really go wrong with either of these wide receivers here at the top spot. I think that they'll have you know good careers and have potential. And then depending on where they get drafted to, maybe even more. So they'll fluctuate as we get closer to the combine, the draft, and you know you'll see you'll see Traylon Burks. He's going to probably perform well in the combine. And his stock might go up, or Garrett Wilson too. But Traylon Burks is, you know, he's a freak and he's a good player. Um, I think that, you know, as far as the the wide receivers after that, I mean, there's 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 plenty of good other ones. Dotson, Olave. Um, there's also Jamison Wilson, who's a good who's a good prospect. David Bell. I mean, they're, they're Pickens, Robinson. Go down the list. Look up these wide receivers. We'll look at the top 10 wide receivers in this year's you know, mocks, you know, find out who they are. The rookies, they're pretty, pretty talented people. And, you know, it, I think after the, the for sure three ones, there's players, obviously, they're going to be either bust or, you know, don't pan out as strong as the other ones, just like every other draft. But look into these other ones because they could also be hormones or even better than, you know, your top three. You know, nothing's ever sure. Look at Nikhil Harry, you know great route runner he was supposed to be the next big thing and boom he can barely even get playing time in the Patriots so pretty cool to look there I think that you'll have fun doing it if you're into a dynasty league and then also I guess the other thing the other player I would say probably Trey McBride 6'4 260 he's a tight end he's an absolute beast I like what I'm seeing from him crawling Prince you know close behind him maybe not a first round maybe a second round not sure Deese, he's he's all right, but Crawl and Prince are pretty good too. But you know, tight ends are again, who's their QB? Um, what spot do they go in? Where will they go? And then obviously, you know, tight ends don't always pair, uh, you know, pan out. So we'll see how that kind of unfolds. Well, but those are like your big spots: tight end, wide receiver, uh, running back, quarterbacks. This year, I mean, the the top one right now is Matt Coral. We'll see how that goes. I don't want to get too much into quarterbacks tonight. Just kind of to give an overview. I'm going to um, break down some quarterbacks probably with Caleb when he comes on because you never know who can come out of the NFL draft. I'm going to break them down anyway. I mean, we're, this, is, this is not last year, Trevor Lawrence and, and the greats that are coming out you know, behind him, right? Like the, stouted, the touted kid when he was 15 years old and, you know, in the draft class that be with Zach Wilson and, and all those great cats that are in the league now, Mac Jones. But, you know, we'll see how they pan out too because, you know, someone's got to be the bust. 
Someone does. Is it Zach Wilson? We'll see. Year two. Year two is going to prove a lot. We'll see. Could be Mac Jones. You never know. You never know. I mean, Belichick didn't even trust him to throw in the cold. You know? Just ran the ball the whole game. They won that, though, by the way. Anyway. Okay. So, last but not least, I'm going to leave the show tonight with a final topic of the Ukraine and Russia. I'm in the military, um, and obviously this puts an impact on my life and many around me that I know. And I just want to give my support to the Ukraine, and I hope that um, they come out on top in this, this crisis, this war, and that things stay calm and we don't enter something much bigger and larger. There are things that are happening around the world that, you know, People need to be paying attention to. I'm not saying anything crazy here, but Taiwan and China, you can look this stuff up on YouTube. Um, that could escalate things pretty quickly. Um, so we'll see how things go. But, you know, man, I'm just grateful to be in this country and to see people actually come together and support our troops that are, are in support in other countries that are helping this situation and also the Ukrainians who are... Um, doing some heroic things over there to save their country. I've actually been to Kiev in the Ukraine, and I, you know, talked to those people. I had coffee in their coffee shops, had, you know, uh, three or four different meals at restaurants, really enjoyed their culture. People were very nice, and, you know, I, I would go as far as to say I love that country, and they were very good to me while I was traveling there, and very, you know, they were working hard. They were hustling and bustling every day that I was there. There was, you could tell there was a vibrance in the city of a work-hard city, and, it, it was pretty amazing. So, um, you know, my, my heart is with them and the families that are, I don't know, displaced and moved out of the country to you know, Poland and, and various other places. And, and I pray for them. And I pray that their, their safety uh, is first and foremost and that they fight back against the Russians. So, anyway, that's it. That's all I have for tonight. 22 minutes. You're welcome. This is all I got. Once I get a guest on the show, and I'm going to try to get a Project Sports in because... Um, I need one of those. I think I think I definitely need one of those. Get someone on here. We can talk about something random. It should be a good time. But more sports coming up, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Take care.